Hello there, and welcome to episode 7 of the Great Nerd West Radcast with your hosts... Dylan. And Jordan. Glad to have you guys back. It's, uh, just Hi, got- everybody. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's Wacky J and Crazy D in the house. The station with the <laughs> best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the I music. Love the mu- best music. Dylan, it's good to be back yeah, from the days that are holidays. Yeah, you know, the, the holidays are great. I love them, you know, but it is good to... But those holiday dog days are over. Yeah, they're dog... No, they're, they're doggone gone, oh, if you ask me. Yes, yes, they are. But no, they're great. It's now a new year, mm-hmm. turns out. Yeah, a whole new year. A whole new year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm still here. I'm still kicking. Yeah, me too. Dylan, um, as you know, many people know, listeners alike... Mm-hmm. Um, with each new year comes a new sort of change, a new sort of mm, you, a fresh start, a fresh start. It's, 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 it's a new res- New Year's resolution. Oh. Do you have one? Oh, uh, New Year's res, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've put to, you know, I, I never really think about New Year's resolutions, but I guess I should have one, right? Yeah. Um, maybe we should make one. Maybe Let's I should make, make one. one right now. Um, Oh, on the on the spot. On the yeah. Fly. Well, yeah. I guess so. I should have one. Um, my I resolve this year to, um, in a new way. Mm-hmm. It's a new year. Yeah. Um, that I will uh, be a. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, okay, it's yeah. hard. Let's just how about Dylan? It's, you're on the spot. Let's yeah. not worry about it right now. No, okay. Let's come back next week. Right. With that's our mission to you guys, our like listeners. Have one, We're coming back to you next week with our resolution. But I was thinking, as a podcast, the Great Nerd West Radcast here. I'm thinking. Do you have a resolution for us? Oh, okay. I, I think that we should start a new format, a new type of formula, and I want to introduce that in today's episode. Well, this week's episode. Oh, okay. So this is with new that, to me. oh, it's not new. You're fully aware. Oh, am I? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking genres. Oh, genres. Get okay. your genre. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, listeners, uh, Dylan and I were kind of discussing. Oh, I have a resolution. You came up with it. Yeah. Okay, I'd love to hear it. This year, I resolve that a new format. Yeah. For <laughs> hold on. Yeah. Uh-huh. For the for the radcast. Uh huh. You're gonna love this. Okay. Genres. <laughs> Well, you know, I just think it it came to me in a, you know, in a moment of serendipitous musing. Yeah. So (laughs) I just had to say it. I couldn't hold it back anymore. Gosh, I really wish I would have come up with something. Well, you know, I think you can. You just have to believe in yourself like I do. And I believe in you. Yeah. Okay. So what is this? What were you saying before, though? Before I had my... Oh, you know, I lost it. Oh, you lost it. Okay. So wait, genres, though. Oh, yeah. So go on about this idea that you have for for genre. Well, I haven't fully flushed it out yet. I just it just flush. Yeah, flush. I haven't fully flushed it out yet. Um, but I think we should do a genre specific episode. Okay. Um, yeah, where I mean maybe it could be something where we deep dive yep. into the origin of Look video at, game genres. Like delving deeper. Deeper. Look Deep, cl- we will delve we deeply will. into a specific genre of because we don't really do that, do we? No, no. no. We kinda, so I'm thinking we could call it, you know, the genre of the week. Yeah, and then I um, like that. You know, I did. A ha- I, I do have a New Year's resolution. Okay. Oh, now listeners, you may recall we tried to introduce a a third key member to the group, mm-hmm. but due to scheduling conflicts and just trying to make it all work out, is it's it. it, it we haven't been able to have our dear didn't mesh. De- it didn't mesh quite uh, yet. Quite yet. Didn't solidify. No. Nope. Our dear friend and brother of the Radcast. Radcast brother. Sir Jack. Sir Jack. Serge Ack. Sir Jack. Jack. He is that is his name. Jack he is a robot. He, Sir, Sir Jack. Jack. <laughs> he um we were thinking we could do a monthly game review Ooh. with Jack Smashingly. Yes, and, that's um, a cool name. 
He's great, man. He deserves a great name. I hope you're listening, buddy. We miss you. Yes. Um, but we're thinking that we do a monthly game review. That's my resolution for the Radcast. That's a good one. So you're thinking genres. Yeah. My, I'm thinking... <laughs> my resolution. That's your resolution. <laughs> yes. My resolution uh-huh. is that we do a sweet game review, and it could be... You know, I was thinking it'd be fun to go and revisit games of our past. Mm. You know, I would love to do a review on Crash Bandicoot and see if that still holds up. Yes. To its its nostalgic values. Yeah, because that's a good one. It's, it's a, a classic. Great, yeah, it's a classic. But it, maybe I, we get our hands on it and we're like, "What is this crap?" It made me. It made me fall in love with the PlayStation console. Yeah, it's true. PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So that being said, Dylan, um, you. We're doing genres. This yeah. week's genre, the genre of the week, the gow. Yeah. Go ahead and let us know a little bit about what you were thinking this week. Well, uh, I was thinking because there was a serendipitous moment. These mm-hmm. happen a lot. Yeah, apparently. a lot of serendipity. Um, that uh, we were listening to somebody uh, speaking, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they mentioned, they mentioned, uh, the phrasing I like first person shooters. It was a trigger. It was a trigger. It was a trigger it was a trigger phrase <laughs> yeah. for a first person shooter idea. Yeah. Um and that's what I think we should focus on here. Because okay, we haven't so really talked about you're it. Right. You, we well really we kinda have, but haven't specifically mm-hmm. about that um genre. Yeah. Because we've mentioned games that are first person shooters. But we haven't we haven't done deep deep dive analysis yes. analysis no. uh-uh. analyses. Um, and an analytical analysis. Analysis. Yeah. <laughs> um, analysis. There we go. There it is. There it is. We um, knew we'd find it somewhere in the annals. Oh <laughs> um, but interestingly enough, this actually but. couples well with an email we received from one of our dear listeners, mm. Stephen. Buddy, we listened to your words. Yeah, we listened with our eyes. We've, yeah, we and listened. They, we heard it in our brain. Yeah. Visually hearing each word yep. being spoken in text. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen writes in and and basically asks us to, you know, focus on the roots of gaming, right? Yeah. And so I bring this up to Dylan. I'm like, Dylan, mm-hmm. hey, we've got an email here. we got a listener. They're concerned. They're mm-hmm. voicing their comments, their questions. Yeah. They're concerned of kisses. Oh, they're cons- <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. They, and, and so, Stephen, with that being said, man, we're going to go ahead and form – you know, form this new year resolution of the Radcast around that idea. We're going to go into the roots of each genre of the week. Yes, the roots. We're going to look at the foundation. My roots and your roots. And my roots and your roots. <laughs> and um, we're going to we're going to build up from there and let you kind of let you guys get a feel of you know our research and even um, from like a personal standpoint. You yep. know, not just the the hard facts, but the facts of our hearts. Yep. The you facts see what that I did we that? yeah heart with that is heart hard facts. hard facts yeah and then heart facts and yes and then some facts that we just make up and heart attacks. Yes. Hopefully not. No, I don't know how to really resolve well, that. Oh, heart heart attacks. Yeah. How do you yeah. fix that right here? CPR. Yeah. Fox die. Yeah. That's uh, how you do it. Looks looks like some kind of heart attack. I mean, I'm not a doctor. All right. Um. So that being said, Dylan. <clears throat> Our research led us to some interesting facts about first-person shooters. Yes. Um, according to what I had discovered was that um, first-person shooters could be dated back to as early as the 1970s and the late 1980s. That's far away That's from... That's far back times. I would think of mm-hmm. for that. Now, um, furthermore, they weren't traditional first-person shooters in, a, in the sense that we know and love them today. Um, they were more kind of like maze navigational type mm-hmm. walk through this area like that cool screensaver yeah remember that guy yeah yeah <laughs> you wish you could control it but oh, you just had to I sit know. and watch it and there's that, the brick texture and all that yep yeah that oh, was yeah. good that was my first person first person shooter yeah <laughs> <laughs> my first first person shooter yes um, yeah not really though but let's Dylan. Let's fast forward a couple years. Okay. We're, we're talking 1992. Tell me what happened in that year. 1992. There was a game that is very iconic that mm-hmm. you may have seen reimagined yes. semi recently yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, Castle. No. No. Not Castle. Was it? It was just called. I believe the title was just. Wolfenstein. Yeah. Wolfenstein. 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 Oh, I always thought it was Castle Wolfenstein. Stein. 3D. 
Um, was it 3D? Yeah, it was Wolfenstein 3D. Wolfenstein 3D. That's the one. Yeah. Um, but what? It was based off of Castle Wolfenstein. Stein? Stein or Steen? Is it Steen or Stein? I'm sure we'll get somebody Cause it's telling a, us. It's a real castle, isn't it's, it? I, this, I, I thought know it that. was. I thought it was all. See, I, I, growing up, I always heard it was like based off of a real castle. Oh, it probably could very well be. Well, um, yeah. Anyway, ninety two. Ninety two. That's when the three D Wolfenstein mm-hmm. uh, was uh, was came out. It was a first person shooter that took place in World War. Uh, was it two at the time? Yeah, I, the yeah, was the World lore of that series is really interesting to me. It's isn't it, lore. Well, yeah the the story the, the you know the. The series basically um, implies and states that, you know, it's kind of as though the Nazis were actually winning, right? And so their their um, rule, their reign of, of terror, essentially, Reich. Reich, um, continued, and, and they they grew, and they they had the upper hand, essentially. Wow, um, is that explained in the first no, game? No, no, I'm saying as in the oh, series, oh. I, I, it could be. I was only two years old, so uh. this this one is a little bit before me. Yeah, um, but it did lay the groundwork for mm. for first person shooters in that it featured. Um, you know, FPS. It, yeah, well, <laughs> it, it was a first-person perspective game. Yeah. Featured shooting mechanics, you know, Guns. different weapon types, um, everything like that. But it also featured, um, you know, uh, this element of exploration as well. Yep, there were secrets. However, the, the where the game kind of fell short was that it was all linear. You were on the same plane the whole time, mm. and it it didn't really have a lot of depth to it, but come 1993 we have a game that really revolutionized right that they they took that template and built upon it um and that game of course is the highly acclaimed Mm -hmm. doom Mm, where your hand is right in your chest yeah and that's how you properly hold a gun. That's how you properly hold a gun is directly against your yeah. chest, listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that when you pull the trigger, it it your body little, your body stops the recoil. And you, and you can, can give it a little kiss. And that gives yeah you, you do a little kiss on the tip, and then you <laughs> kiss on the tip, and then you're ready to shoot again Boom. because otherwise, if your body's not there, to stop it. Then uh, the gun's just gonna fly out of your hands. That's that's an inevitability. I mean, come on. Yeah. Who, who holds a gun off to the side with two hands and? Nope aims down I mean, it's yeah. nonsense Weird. i was not trained in proper uh gun technique yeah <laughs> real life gun <laughs> technique we are not we were t- trained shooters. in doom technique right which is not close <laughs> to the real technique it's not close at all no though i am a good shot like with a shotgun and uh what do you call it when you shoot the clay pigeon shoot gun I, I was like four for five when i last did it it was pretty cool oh yeah are you talking about duck hunt no, I'm not oh, talking, about, talking about a first-person shooter. Yeah, oh, dude. For I wonder real. how that would be classified. That would be like an arcade shooter? Probably like an yeah. arcade shooter, yeah. Maybe. Um, so Doom steps in and really changes the game because it features a new level of depth. It features not only um, is the is the level design non-linear in that it's just, you know, it's no longer just this flat plane. Mm-hmm. You now have stairs you can go up. Double There's, deckers. There are ladders. There, are, You know, you can go up or down. There's... A lot more dimension, and also they they introduced new lighting effects. Yeah. So there are dark corners um, of areas that you're exploring. There it's are dynamic. light areas. It it felt very you know a, a lot more immersive. immersive. Yeah, yeah. Um, scary, scary, it's scary. There's scary times. It is a scary game for a child. No, maybe I don't know. I thought it was cool. Yeah, well, dude, I wasn't yeah. really scared by it. I was more like, whoa, blood, whoa, doom, God's blood. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, what it, it sounded like. It, okay, Doom. Now uh-huh. you, it takes place on Mars, 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 but it's also hell. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, Mars is hell. Oh, okay. in a way, not literally, mm-hmm. but you can't live there. Yeah, because it's can't. red, and there's monsters, mm-hmm. and there's and it's hell, and it's hell. Talk about it's hell, hell on earth. Yeah, it's, here's the thing about those earth. games: you can't real. There was really no story being told right. to you. It was just running around and shooting creatures, finding secret rooms, mm-hmm. and surviving to the end of the level. Getting keys, right. collecting right. keys was a big thing. Well, I would. I, I think that back in the early days of gaming it really wasn't so narratively focused no a lot of it was like it's a game you're playing you're playing a game yeah it's so when a- you're when you're bringing up things like it's mars but it's hell i mean it's right you, yeah you, you really couldn't look at it 
so critically like that. It was more let's well, they, shoot stuff. Yeah, is kind of what the main draw was. Mm-hmm. Draw and whatever else. I mean, I never absorbed any of that. Right. I just knew there were. I was I was shooting things and it was fun. Right. And I think that that was the idea. Right? Yeah. Is that, so they they had like okay the, this game plays awesome, but then what happened is. It was, you know, these titles became so successful that they had there had to be a way to keep them going. Yeah, and the vehicle, I think, eventually became narrative, mm-hmm. or the, you know, yeah. very yeah, loosely. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, we'll we'll talk here in a minute about how a lot of first-person shooters have um, F- kind of yes. stepped away from that narratively driven gameplay, right? And um, focused solely on the multiplayer components for sure. Which brings us to the next kind of step or evolution of first-person shooters. Um, which is around you know the years of 1995 to 1999, uh, we see the introduction of polygons and actual 3D environments. Mm-hmm. Um, this polygons, polygons for more for many, more shooting, yeah. more more first person shooting. Poly meaning multiple. Yeah, multiple guns multiple basically guns. is what we were introduced yeah. to. Everything. Every character, every you know face that we saw, everything like that was a gun. It, it was actually made of guns, yes. polyguns, tiny guns, tiny guns pieced together. Yep, nano guns. Yeah, <laughs> nano guns is what it was. Um, so we see games like Quake show up. We mm-hmm. see, oh gosh, um, we're talking like Mech Warrior. Oh, Mech Warrior. Um, and with Quake too, we also saw the introduction of LAN party multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um. Also around the same time, though, we see games come out, such as the infamous... Oh. You know it. Um, Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Half-Life. James <laughs> I Bond. know exactly. Yeah, okay. Know. <laughs> that musical <laughs> hit wrong, was nuts. Do the wrong game to the... Oh, it's like this. <laughs> yeah. You mean that one, right? Yeah. But It's half Banjo-Kazooie. Oh. Banjo-Kazooie. Right. Yeah, I know that one. James B. James... Old... Old Bond. Yeah. James Bond. James Bond. Shake and not stir. Goldeneye, specifically. specifically. Now, that was... I heard... Based on a movie, yeah, with a, an actor, an an actor, an actor, at least one. Um, was it uh, Pearson Old Pearson Old Brosband? Oh, Pearson Old Brosband, <laughs> right? Which we get broadband named exactly. after. Exactly, that's a, he yeah. was the founding father mm-hmm. of broadband internet. Yes, thanks to his spy tech. See, before before him, you could only play. Uh, there was no broadband. Right, you could only play with other people in the room with you. Yeah, but it was based on a movie. Yeah. A real movie. A real one. And then it became a real game. Now, it's interesting because a lot of licensed um, games nowadays licensed are garbage. To, licensed to kill? Licensed, yeah. Okay. Licensed to end up in the trash. It's a James Bond reference. But back then, a lot of games were created simply because they were licensed titles. And that, I mean, ultimately was why they would have such a large budget. Mm-hmm. And that led them to being rather successful titles. Mm-hmm. In the case of... Goldeneye, which nothing else had ever really done this before. No. Now you go back and play that again, and I tell you what, you're not going to have a good time. No. You're not. I did, and I didn't. It's, I, okay, it's I did play it yeah. again, and I didn't have a good time. Right. It, you can't aim down. That's such a thing that you kind of take for granted these yeah. days. Like, aiming down is a big task in Goldeneye. Well, you, you could, but it wasn't true. It was aiming down. You'd have really. to like, yeah. You had to hold the R button, I mm-hmm. think it was. Yeah, yeah, for that. Or you could press the C buttons yeah. up and down, and it just was like kind of robotic. Not it was so squirrely. It was hard. Yeah, it was squirrely. Yeah, it was. Dude. It was like a robotic squirrely squirrel. Yeah. squirrel. Um, but it was hard. It was definitely hard. hard. And you did have a bit of auto aim assist. I think there was a bit. Yeah, it, the reticle would be pulled to targets if you were, with, were within the general vicinity. Yes. Do you want one? I'm just stretch. Do ah, a little get. There it is. Well, you know, uh, listeners, Dylan and I try to keep fit. We try to stay healthy. Right. Sometimes so we, we got to just do our little, <laughs> you know, calisthenics. Yeah, or, I don't uh, have time throughout the day. I have to do it during the during the during cast. the radcast. Right now we're doing leg kick lifties mm-hmm. and. Uh, Bit bop doopies and uh, uh, backflips. You, you can't see them, mm-hmm, but they're mm-hmm. executed perfectly. They are happening. Yep. Um, <laughs> I think with the success of Goldeneye, though, we saw this boom mm-hmm. in. Well, also at the same time was like Turok. Turok. Remember We're Turok? talking Rainbow Six. Also. Rainbow Six. Yeah. Which it was cool because you had these same style of games 
that featured different um, elements within them to mm-hmm. kind of create their own unique niche within that genre. Yeah. Um, there were a lot. I mean, Turok was a. I remember Turok being a lot like Doom. Mm-hmm. Like you had the same kind of weapon types and same kind of um, atmosphere, too, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, you could do a lot more because there were so many more uh, polygons. Happening, <laughs> but um, so it was definitely a lot more dynamic mm-hmm. uh, than Doom. But I feel like Doom really was the 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 base model for for all of these guys. Sure, here. sure. I mean, and a lot of people would agree with you. I kind of feel bad for Wolfenstein 3D. Wolfenstein. Um, in that it really, it I would say that was kind of like the biggest iteration of it. Mm-hmm. But then Doom just kind of took it and said, "Hold on, there's something here that you guys missed, and we're going to improve on it." And I think that's what—that's why Doom is considered the staple of first-person shooters, FPS games. Yeah, and I think it just exploded like um, way more than uh, Wolfenstein did. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I am I try. I, I think I'm remembering this correctly, but it was like kind of like underground game, sort of being mm-hmm. passed around, and that kind of built up sure. the hype about right. it too. Right. Maybe am I? No, that sounds—that sounds about right. I can't remember. Oh well, but but we 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 were talking jumping all the way to um, Goldeneye. We are at Goldeneye. We're at Goldeneye. Kind of wants uh, you know it, it promotes me to kind of talk about the next biggest first person shooter yeah. to come out um, after that, yep. which I thought was Bungie's Halo. Oh yeah. Now, interestingly enough, Halo was um, was originally supposed to be a real time strategy game. Um, simply, I know, like that. Simply titled Halo, I would have loved that. Yeah, and eventually they did RTS. go on. To, yes, an RTS, <laughs> another genre we'll discuss in another week. Yes, possibly next week. I don't know. Who knows? I can't say. I can't predict the future, listeners. Nope. Um, or can I? Ooh. You can. You can guess. Um, I can take a guess. You can take a stab in the dark. A guesticles. Ooh. A couple of them. <laughs> um, gross. <Guesticles>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, boy. but um, so then Halo evolved, and that was at an E3 showing in 1999. I want to say. Um, shortly thereafter, they were acquired by my, uh, Microsoft, I believe, mm-hmm. and at the following E3, Halo was teased as a third-person shooter. Ooh. Uh, which happens to be one of my um, favorite genres in particular, but that's another topic for another week. Mm-hmm. Um, then thereafter, uh, after the acquisition of Metal Bungie Gear. by Microsoft, they um, it was it was revealed that the game was going to be again revamped, yes, and marketed and sold as yeah re revamped mm-hmm. um, as a first person shooter, mm. and it was a wild success. Very much so. I think Halo really brought it. Halo really... There was GoldenEye, there was Doom, but definitively the genre that we know and appreciate today, I would attribute to the success of Halo. Yeah, and that's a, that's another generation up from... from up. Right. So it had a lot more to work with, too. It really did. Um, and you see the evolution, obviously, with technology and yeah. chipsets and everything like that. But... I think it also fundamentally um, honed in what the other, you know, yes. its predecessors were trying it to do. It refined all the awesome elements mm-hmm. that. Um, but here's the thing: I didn't have an Xbox, right? But I remember just walking into a room and seeing at you know at my friend's house and just mm-hmm. seeing <laughs> so many linked up systems systems yeah, yeah it was crazy it was really cool mm-hmm. um i didn't understand what was happening at the time because i wasn't used to seeing that but um well it was it at, was a craze man it was a craze and it was like right at the at the brink of online multiplayer yeah and as soon as online multiplayer uh games became a reality first person shooters really took off i mean everybody was making one because they were competitive yeah. and they were cooperative and it yep. kind of had all these like fast paced elements, but it also required, you know, strategy, mm-hmm. um, run and gun running. Well <laughs> now, yeah, definitely Camper. Now. camping, yeah. Camp. but um, I mean, I, th- I, I think about the first person shooter games that I like to play and the ones that I appreciate most. And, um, you know, I, I happen to be a more particular fan of the battlefield series. Mm. Um, and that those games to me, require a lot more um you know planning and, and strategic movement and that's why it's more enjoyable when you're playing with friends um i'll never forget playing with my friends you know like ryan christensen or, mm-hmm. or joel dean mm-hmm. and um 
like Ryan would be the chopper guy, you know, so he would come scoop up the whole squad in the helicopter and then he would take us to the objective. And we'd like to play a mode where you kind of control, you know, capture points, essentially Mm -hmm. a little bit more objective driven rather than just, I'm going to kill you. You kill me until we run out of, you know, lives kind of thing. Um, and it would be so exciting because we've got our headsets on, yeah. you know, and I'm everyone like, had a role to play. Bring me around, bring me around, and I'm on the minigun, just lighting it up, and it's then dramatic. Got people jumping out of the helicopter, parachuting in. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of fun to be had with first-person shooters, yeah. which kind of get a bad rap for being these really ultra basic, ultra accessible titles mm-hmm. now. But it's really about the experience that you make it. I feel like, yeah. And what, what's your, where are you at with first-person shooters? I I like them too. Um, and are you talking about like um? like multiplayer ones like this because you know there's a difference between those and something that we've already touched on like fallout which is which is actually a first person and a third, third person, person shooter right. depending on how you like to play um, but it's also an rpg see that's the, yeah. that's the beauty of where we where we are with technology you I get think. to mix and match you can kind of pull things together yeah. and piece them together in a certain way but go go on i'm sorry oh um well um for multiplayer um i got really into uh uh call of duty and I think it was Modern Warfare 2 mm-hmm. was the first one that I actually... And that's the... Uh, I think that's the game that most people have the negative uh, outlook with. I know um, I do. I yeah. Know I do. But yeah, keep going. Because it's the, um, it's the game that speaks ill of most people's mothers um, <laughs> from player to player. Um, and it's, it's kind of... I don't know. I like the, I like the fast-paced action of it and... Um, you know, it's it, it's very competitive, ultra competitive, mm-hmm. and I think that's why people get so frustrated with something like that. Whereas in um, Call of or not Call of Duty in uh, Mar- <sighs> Battle Battlefield, Battlefield, yeah, sorry, I'm starting to get into all my- Battlefield. Um, you can have that that more um, team feel to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, you don't really have so much to work with. I mean, you can do team death match, mm-hmm. and you can do like. Um, they have like capture the flag kind of things too, a different uh, team ones, but it's kind of limited in what right. role you can play. It's right. pretty much you just go around and you shoot people, mm-hmm. which is fun. Sure, nothing yeah, wrong can, with that. No, I can, I can appreciate yeah. that to, to an to an extent. See, my thing, I was in love with Call of Duty um, for Modern Warfare. That would mm-hmm. be the first um, installment of the Modern Warfare series. Right. Um, that was great because you, there really wasn't anything kind of like it before. You you know, all the Call of Duty games had been World War II yep. era, you know, mm-hmm. and that's good and great. But when they introduced this Modern Warfare, they did it so well because they had a cool story campaign where, you know, you had run and gun missions, you right. had explosions, you had the action film feel, but then you had the stealth sneaking missions like that ghillie suit mission. Yeah, you know, I did, I did have the um, – I had – the first modern warfare but i didn't play online with people mm-hmm. uh with that because i had that for xbox and i didn't oh. have xbox live right. right um and that was one of the things when i switched to playstation i was able to actually play i didn't want to spend money on uh an online service yeah, like that. yeah exactly so um when i had modern warfare first one i was i played through the story and i loved the story that was really fun mm-hmm. they, they did a great job with that and then what i noticed is and and you mentioned this a little bit earlier was um as the series went on it spent less and less time on having a good story and it seemed like you could beat it in an afternoon you know? yeah you could honestly put it in and play through it if you wanted to in in, in the same day that you purchased it right and that it was frustrating to me because i they had had something that i thought was rather enjoyable right and then Honestly, when they introduced Modern Warfare 2, I was so hyped and excited for that game. Mm-hmm. I was beyond pumped. And then I picked it up, and I get home, and I kid you not, Dylan, yes. within about a week and a half of owning that game, mm-hmm. I was playing online with um, my friend uh, Justin Justin V, Justin v, Justice Vengeance. Justice Vengeance. And he, <laughs> yes. he and I were playing the um, Spec Ops. You know, they have that, mm-hmm. the, si- the side stuff where you yeah. can do it cooperatively. And he and I were on the phone talking about how we felt about it. And we just kind of both were like, is this even fun anymore? Right. Or is this, I can't help but feel like they ripped me off, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what we kind of just had this open dialogue about, is this any good, you right. know? And, and we, we, it wasn't. And we go to try to trade it back to GameStop and, you know, they're like, yeah, we'll give you like 20 bucks for it. Cause it's still real, you know, it's within the first like, two right. weeks or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Just 
freaking take it like yeah I, i'm done with this yeah and you know uh just a generation before that for like the uh for the ps2 mm-hmm. um i was playing you know they had the world war ii ones right and those were a lot of fun the really story cool. they yeah. put a lot i mean you know online multiplayer wasn't as big at the time right. but um so they did have to focus a lot on uh, really good uh, missions and stories um, that actually told a lot of the history too, which yeah. was kind of cool. Um, you got to learn about, um, you know, what really went on during World War II. They had like these. I remember it had. Um, I think it was like Rising Sun or something like that. Okay. Medal uh, of Honor. Yeah, Medal of Honor. That was it. It wasn't uh, Call, Call of Duty. Duty. It was Medal of Honor, mm-hmm. um, which that series kind of went. Yeah, a little. It's it's been missing for a while. They did try to bring it back with the during the PS3 360 yeah. era, which I thought was a really strong installment. They it had some really yeah. cool mechanics, but it just didn't hit hard enough. Right, but uh, the Medal, of, yeah, Medal of Honor. Rise, I guess it was Rising Sun when you're it was the Pacific campaign. Right, they would show all these cool uh, clip clips like. Uh, black and white real footage of the war and then kind of explain where you are and what you're doing and how what you're playing uh, in the game fits into actual events in real life. Mm -hmm. So they would spend a lot more time focusing on... um, the facts. The, the facts and the single-player campaign, and it was really dynamic and really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as time went on, I guess I, I guess it's just easier, if you think of, it, think of it this way, it's easier to just have these maps where people just play and you don't have to write dialogue. You don't have to... I mean, obviously, they still do that. It just seems sure. like a lot less of that has been... It's, it's not in the focus right. anymore. Yeah. Because they know that people want to... The majority of the gameplay is is going to be multiplayer. Yeah. That's that's where the longevity of the the, the that game's life cycle it's lasts. True. You know, it's true. But some of us just want to play a game without having someone yell at us. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I want to be able to just sit and enjoy an experience. <laughs> yeah. That being said, there are first person games now that have been introduced mm-hmm. that um, are solely narrative driven. Now they're not shooters by any means um but they you know they are first person perspective uh storytelling games um such as you know like the vanishing of ethan carter i haven't played that no but it looked really interesting i saw when it was first like being talked about Mm -hmm. um that's you're like a detective right yeah yeah and but you can kind of you get to interact with like paranormal type instances it's almost like it's like mist and yeah la oh noir <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> la new mist la new mist <laughs> yeah. um yeah i really am excited to play that one um is that even out yet i think it's a pc title and it's Ugh. coming to console oh good so um you know what i'm really looking forward to hmm. i know this might be getting off topic it is first person but mm-hmm. um have you heard much of um uh oh no what is it that medieval game that's coming out for honor no, no, not, not that one. Uh, it's called Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, have you I, heard? no, I haven't. Because it's like a, it's like a European game studio. Oh no, you War showed Horror, me. Yeah, War Horror Studio. That looks really, really good. Yeah, and that's a, that's like a. I know it's not a shooter, but it's obviously. a first person. It's a first yeah. person game. Um, it's an RPG, so it's it's, it's uh, mixing those two elements. Mm-hmm the rpg and the first person mm-hmm. in a realistic medieval setting it looks really cool and it looks like a lot of work is going into mm-hmm. it um so i appreciate games that focus a lot on this on the story like that and when you do first person right it's very immersive it like definitely. i love walk, walking just even walking around fallout 4 and just like looking at the environment it's yeah. it's so yeah. awesome now dylan you you really helped me here Uh oh you helped the lord of the segways in that there's a lot to look forward to there's a lot coming out yeah now lord of the segways lord of the segways (laughs) corsodius lord of the segways um with that being said there's a lot of things coming out and just this month alone we've got the witness coming out january 26th which which is like um again another kind of like riven mist type game Mm. it's exclusive to the ps4 possibly the pc as well Mm. um but I want to kind of take this a step further. I oh. want to talk about the future Push it of to the first limit. person. Okay. I'm talking about FP, FP. VR, oh. first person virtual reality. That'll be good. There's a lot of games where I think this could be really applicable to. Mm-hmm. We have games that have already come out that could be updated with a patch that, intru- you know, that allow us to use like PlayStation VR's headset 
such as like um, everybody's a gone patch. to <laughs> a hairy patch <laughs> shout out. Um, you know, it could be something like that. You know, um, yeah. everybody's gone to the rapture could be implemented to ha- you support VR or um, everybody's gone to the rapture sounds like uh, it's a it's kind of a sad first person yeah, narrative. Yeah, it's it sounds sad, but it sounds like a hey, come on, everybody's going to the rapture. Everybody's going. Let's all go to the rapture. It'll be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Not as fun. Not as fun. More (laughs) sad, sure. Um, More sad for sure. More sad for sure. But Mm -hmm. there's that one. There's Gone Home. Um, There's No Man's Sky, which is shooter-oriented, and I'm really excited about that title. It's shooter-fighter. Shooter-fighter space. Space Space-fighter-shooter. There's like wars happening in space. Like a Space Wars? Space Wars. I love that movie. Amongst the stars. Did I mention I love the movie Space Wars that came out? (laughs) Space Uh. Wars, the push... yeah has woken (laughs) yeah yes yeah the forcible awakening yes um that being said i think that you know what how do you how would you feel like maybe if they have a call of duty where you're using the vr headset instead of using a right stick do you think that'll ever be the way that first person shooters evolve you know i saw a um i think this is like back in I don't know, 2000 something, something. Yeah. Uh, um, if that helps. Yeah. I remember the remember 2000 those? something, something. Yeah. Those are the good old days. No, they were doing the, um, it was like a British, uh, show uh-huh. and they were doing this thing where they wanted to create the most realistic gaming experience where they built this, uh, this, a, uh, like dome, um, and it had like a, tr- like a treadmill mm-hmm. floor yeah, and everything. Yeah. You, okay. You can get pulled, you can run it in any direction. Yeah. So they tried, so, and they made it, they, they like, they didn't have all the things that we have today, like, uh, the Oculus Rift mm-hmm. or, um, they didn't have the one where you, you know, you're harnessed in, right. it was like an actual treadmill thing. It was like free. So you could like crouch and everything. And it mm-hmm. had, and they had to set up all these other things. I, I really wish I could remember what the show is called. Um, but uh, it was a three hundred six like three hundred sixty degree dome that they displayed the whole game on, right? And they had like an actual um, like ex military guy come in to test it out, and uh, he said it felt like you know it was pretty immersive. So I feel you know it's definitely possible, but you'd ha- have to you wouldn't be able to practically have a giant dome in your right. house. But I mean, from the view of the the VR headset, right? right? It's on you your face. To- that would be instead of using a right stick to look around. Right. Do you feel as though that's going to be a viable option, or do you think that's not going to hold up competitively? Um, I, it'd have to be like a specialized kind of thing, um, because that's going to take up a lot of space in your room if you need to have it. Like, you mean like a full where it feels like you're walking around? No, 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 no. Oh, so you're holding oh, a controller. And I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're, hol- you're still holding the controller. Yeah. Uh, you put the headset on, right? And instead of controlling your camera with the right stick, like mm-hmm. you normally do, where uh-huh. you push it up to look up or down to be down, you know, all that, you're actually moving your head around, and uh-huh. that's controlling the in-game camera. I feel like that would be kind of annoying after right. a while. I feel like if you're gonna have to move, like physically move, mm-hmm. uh, you'd want to have the space to actually, or the, the at least the feeling where you can move your entire body, so you don't have to turn with your head. I don't know. That seems kind of no. You're still to me. moving your body with the left stick. Uh, well, I, it's I, more just so you're controlling your the the character with with a joystick, uh-huh. but you're moving your your camera tracking. Uh-huh. Like if you were to move your reticle, it would be like if you wanted to look right, you would just look right with your head. Do you get mm, what I'm saying? No. Okay. No, I do. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, that that'd be cool. Whatever, I'd do that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's strap. Okay. Let's, let's let's put it on. Let's just do it. Let's do it right yeah. now. Um, let's get it over with. I, I we're kind of running out of time here. No, we're but, not. Well, I guess we have all the time. We, we have want. all the time in the time. Yeah, I mean it's the start of a new year. We exactly. got plenty of year left. We have exactly one year to finish this episode. <laughs> is what we have. Um, I I've experienced PlayStation VR. Yes, to E3 this year. That's I, right. My story is, I was a little disappointed because I wanted to try out um, this other game. I think it was called like London Robbers or something. Something about it was it took place in London and. It was way more interactive and immersive. Mm-hmm. In the demo that I played, it was simply called Kitchen. Mm. Um, they sat me down. They gave me this whole briefing. If at moment, if at any moment this feels too real, you feel sick or uneasy, you let us know. We'll get you out of here. Yes. 
it's just a headset. Okay. So I'm like, okay, guys, calm down. This can't be that. If it bad. feels yeah. like a real kitchen. Yeah. If, if you really feel like you're in a kitchen, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna see the real Bobby Flay walk up. Right. No. So the title really threw me off because I I didn't really know what to expect. I'm thinking uh-huh. kitchen. What the hell is this? It's a yeah. What's a kitchen? The, huh? This shit. Huh? Ah! Ah! Oh uh, boy. I know. I wanted I wanted to throw some edits in there. Huh? And do it. It's fun. Let's have fun with it. Let's do it. Yeah, dude. Um, so they sit me down and they, they explain, okay, your hands are bound. Mm. So you're going to hold this controller as though your hands are tied together. Mm. I'm thinking, what the hell does this have to do with a kitchen? Right. Um, they plop the headset on. That's just normal kitchen and, behavior. And then it says press X when you're ready to face your fears or whatever. Oh. So press X. And the goggles, it's so the, – the visual fidelity just in them alone is so nice. Right. I was worried it was going to be all pixelated or, you know, it wouldn't have the same kind of um, – Polygons. Yes. You know, I thought I was going to be seeing a lot of like fuzziness. You know, it, I, I was worried that it wasn't going to be like 1080p sharp. You know? Right. It, w- it was crystal clear. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and, and it's right there. And, and basically what happens is um, th- the screen fades out black into the scene. Yeah. And um, – it's this dingy, dusty, nasty-looking kitchen, like Ew, decrepit, gross. Um, just totally falling apart. And um, I look down, and I see my knees, but I don't see my real knees. I see my in-game knees, and I look to my left, and I see my shoulder. I'm looking down. I see my chest. That's cool. It was trippy. I'm looking all around me like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I look down, and sure enough, you know, my hands are tied. Mm-hmm. And um, then this guy is over on the ground there. I don't know who he is or whatever, but he looks, he looks injured and he comes up to me and he, he's like, hold on, I'll get you out of here. And he, (laughs) he's like, hold your hands up. And so I have to hold the controller up, Uh but I can't see that. I can only see what I'm doing in game. Right. right? So I hold the controller up and he's got this knife and he's starting to cut the rope on my hands. So question, the, uh, it's tracking the way you're moving the controller. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's not just an automatic animated thing that. No. So I could like twist it and whatever. Right. Twist and shout. Um, and what's really cool is that it uses the it uses the PlayStation camera to track the lights on the controller. The PlayStation Eye? No, oh, we've had this discussion. Dang it. <laughs> uses the PlayStation camera to track the lights on the controller. Yes. The lights on there's lights on the headset. Yes. There's a top, bottom, left, right, and back. Just uh, like you would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the name of, in the name of the PlayStation, or in the triangle, the square, the circle, and the X. Yep. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, press start. Press start to begin. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's really immersive because not only does the controller have like built-in motion tracking and same with the headset, but then it double down doubles down on the on the tracking by following the lights. So cool. it's ultra precise. So anyway, he starts cutting this and the knife is coming in and out of focus right. in stereoscopic 3D, yeah. you know, almost getting me right in the face and I'm like, "Holy smokes, dude, this is nuts." Yeah. Um it's you know kind of trippy because you like lean back and it leans you lean away from it. I mean every everything is captured, and then this creepy like um, grudge looking girl, not grunge, but from like the movie The Grudge. Well, she had kind of a grungy look. Yeah, she. <laughs> if yeah, she me. came as she was. Yes. Yeah, as she wanted to be, because as a friend, as a trend, right? Because it smells like Teen Spirit. It really did. And yeah, I was like, ooh. This is a room full of nerds. Anyway, so she kind of pops up behind this guy looking like the ring girl, the grudge girl, you know, Kurt Cobain. Um, And and she's just got this wicked look in her eyes and she starts stabbing the dude who's helping me Uh. right in front of me. And then she um, drags him off or something. And then uh, she's kind of gone for a while. The girl from the grunge. Yes, okay. exactly. Gotcha. And part of the rope is cut on, on my end and I'm like, kind of like looking around trying to figure out if there's, you know, if I can grab the knife or where the girl is at. And, uh, she comes back with the knife oh, and she shows me the blood on it. And it's, she's like about to like lick it. And Ew. she's like all up in my grill trying to get me to a hotel in a nasty kitchen. Yeah. in a nasty Ugh, kitchen. That's not and it's sanitary. a kitchen knife. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. And again, they're doing, they're playing with the depth of field with the focus. And she's like almost going to poke my eye out. It feels Oof. like, and I'm just like, holy cow, this is really impressive. Yeah. She goes away. Or no, she's doing nope. that. I'm sorry. Yep. And she's doing that. And the dude who got stabbed a ton when he was trying to save my life comes back and attacks her. Well, she doesn't like that. I'm pretty sure she like just cuts his like throat. And Ugh. it's just like right in front of you. It was Ugh. dude, it was very, very graphic. And very she graphics. she again drags him away and she disappears and the 
you know, again, my, my binds, the things that are binding my wrist together are, they're almost, I'm almost free. It feels like. And, um, then it's quiet and I don't hear anything Mm -hmm. and I'm looking around and I'm like, where, what is going on? Like, is this just in my head kind of thing? Right. No. What happens is grudge grunge girl. <laughs> and this is the only time I felt motion sick Yeah, is because this whole time I'd been in control of the camera's movement, you know, from the first person perspective. Yeah. But she came over the top of me mm-hmm. and like grabbed my chin oh. and pulled it up is what it felt like. Right. But since I wasn't controlling that, yes. it really tripped me up. Right. Because the camera was moving, but my, my body was, your body was okay. So it really yeah. threw me for a loop. At that point, I was like, whoa, this is nuts. And that was the only time that I felt a little kind of motion sick. But I definitely think it was something I could overlook. Now, okay, was that the, was that the end and of the And then that experience? was the end, yeah. Hmm. So, okay. And she kind of did the whole kind of jump scare type thing. Oh, man, I love those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so do you think that they had the uh, a scenario where your hands are bound because of how you're holding the, a controller? That was the idea, yeah. yeah. Now, so, no, hold on. I know where you're kind of going. Okay. I think. There are the, the London game, that the, the robbery one or whatever. London I can't game remember. is falling down. London game is falling down. That was what down. it was called. That one. With you, robbers. Yes. That's the name of the title. That's perfectly it. Uh, yep. This one was really <laughs> cool because you used the uh, PlayStation Move controllers with the little, they called them the PlayStation Wand. Yeah, the wand move for the the eye wand. Yes, yes. yeah. They're bringing those back. Right. So you, if you've already got a full set, you're covered. Cool. Now, what's cool about these is in this demo, I didn't get to play it, but I've, I've researched and read a lot. Plus, I've watched other people do it. Mm-hmm. You actually are sitting like in a car and this guy is prompting you to, you know, get the gun out of the glove compartment. So you use the wand remote, one of them, mm-hmm. reach forward, you pull the trigger to like open the latch. You sure. pull it down, you reach and you grab the gun. You can pull the slide on it. Ooh. You're doing all this stuff with just these move controllers. That's awesome. And like that. you can roll down the window while you're in the car with him. And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, roll that up. You can open the door and like look at the ground moving. Like, nice. There's all this stuff. And <laughs> That's he's how just, I normally drive. Right. That's my normal Doors Sunday open. drive. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's on the ground? What's on the ground while I'm moving? Uh, yeah. So that being said, it, it, the game is – it's really up to how the game is developed or you know, forcing the players to play. Yeah. But it sounds super exciting to me that there are going to be all these different types, all these different ways for you to hold things. Like imagine using a first-person shooter – uh, platform for that right and you're holding the move controller the move gun yeah and you're you're looking down at it you can like rotate the gun i mean it's gonna be really immersive that's great yeah the future is sounding pretty awesome mm-hmm. for uh 3d virtual reality first person shooter fps put it into yeah it needs to be a complete abbreviation yeah. please. so i guess it would be what 3d because that's uh-huh. the abbreviation yeah. for 3d yeah, yeah. <laughs> um what was it? Virtual V, three D VR SPS SPF SPF. S- or, no, that we're doing it backwards. No, nope. that's screen protection, right. sunproof, whatever. Well, I I would hope SPF. that would be involved as well. <laughs> Protects from monitor tans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because of the, the ultraviolet rays that they're going to be producing. Because yeah. this is the future. This is the future. Um, is going to be intense. You're going to yeah. need that screen protection why on. Did, why did we get that? Your SPF, yeah. SPS 40 <laughs> is what you're going to need. <laughs> uh, it is water and sweat resistant. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So FPS. Yes. So it's 3D, VR, VR FPS. Yeah. And that's it. Cool. But unless it's also a um, MMO. Oh my god! <laughs> it could be an MMO FPS that's 3D VR. Yeah, you're right. There you're you absolutely go. right. But what if it's an MMO FPS that's also an RPG? Yeah, yeah. An MMO RPG yeah. FPS VR 3D 3D VR. Sorry. Three. Yeah. And wow. Bring your bring your. Uh, but SPF. it's all done in real time strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no way. way! RTS? Yeah, it's an RTS. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me get this. Let okay. me get this right. So it's, wrap it's, your head around this. All one. right. It's a 3D VR. Uh, FPS, uh-huh. MMO, RPG, real time strategy, RTS. RTS yeah. No, you yes, yeah, okay. okay. Well, I'm, I, I stepped in with you. The did FPS, you I'm did? Sorry. I'm sorry. There's just so many things. I just want to play that game. Yeah. Although I, I, I don't know if I want it to be MMO. What if it's also an MMO, but it, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a MOBA as well. A MOBA? Yeah. What? What? BA? 
Huh? MOBA? Yeah, MOBA is a multiplayer online battle arena, I oh, believe. Oh, battle arena. Those are, it's like League of Legends and oh, okay. um, things like that. You know what, though? That yeah. would be pretty cool. Like, um, think about like having a uh, gladiator yeah. game. Uh-huh. That would be really awesome. Like, you have two like teams in okay. a... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? In a battle arena. In a battle arena. Or, I think you should probably look at... But like at, Roman like, times. Oh, specifically. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's, cool. what, that's what I, I meant dig that. by that. There's a lot of MOBAs coming down the pipe, which are actually also first-person shooters. Oh. Speaking of the future, dear listeners, we're going to touch on this last subject. There's a game touch on called the future. Overwatch coming from uh, Blizzard Activision mm. Co., which I just... I'm just going to call them Blizzard because I don't care for Activision, but um, yeah. Huh? Nothing. What? what I said I don't care for. Bl- I, oh, I mean I don't care for Activision. I, okay. I, I, I like. I, excuse me. I care for Blizzard. I don't care for Activision. Okay. Were you gonna say black? No, I wasn't. Okay. Um, that being said, Overwatch looks like a cool first-person shooter MOBA uh-huh. style game in which it's character-based combat. Yep. Um, you know, interesting. And then why uh, can't a game be care-based? Care Bear based, <laughs> not necessarily Care, Care Bear, Bear Stare. Based. Yeah, what? I want that game to come out with the with the virtual reality <laughs> Care Bear. Stare. You just sit across from a Care Bear and it just sits and stares. It's at super creepy. Sometimes the lights shut off. Yeah, and it's still staring at you, but you see its you eyes. See the glint in its yeah, eyes. Yeah, and then yeah, that's that's Care. That's coming soon. I hope coming soon. Oh boy, to a build a bear workshop near you. <laughs> Um, uh, and then Gearbox, the developers of like Borderlands, yep. stuff, they're doing a MOBA that's also a first-person shooter mm-hmm. called Battleborn. Battleborn. Yeah. But anyway, that being said, uh, listeners, oh. we hope that you enjoyed our genre of the week, our gow uh, FPS. FPS this time. With SPF. Yeah. 40. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're going to need oh, in the man. future. Oh, good times. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would like to, you know, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear about your guys' new year, res- new year's new year resolution. Yeah. Um, we want to hear about that. So email us at the great nerd West at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell us about it. Also, you know, if you want to suggest a genre of the week for upcoming weeks, let us know. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Seriously, write us in. Write into us. I don't know. Write, write us in. Uh, write. Write us in cursive. Yes. We only accept <laughs> so, handwritten calligraphy. Yes. Um, so anything else we look at as a lesser form of communication. <laughs> it's not true. No. I'm sorry. Not one bit. No. Um, but. Thank you guys so much for the love and support. We Thank love doing you, this. Listeners. Yes. Dylan, do you have any closing statements you want to close us up today? Uh, yeah. So, you know, be good to your uh, New Year's resolution. Yeah. Follow through. And always believe in yourself. And I'll always um, play uh, first-person shooters. I don't... Wearing yeah. your... SPF 40. SPF 40. That's what Probably. I want. That's what I, safety first. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Safety with. first is really what it's about. Yeah. You got to put on that sweat resistant, water resistant mm-hmm. SPF while yeah. you're FPSing. Because it's intense. You start sweating, sweating. and the rays uh, are going to get you. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you're sweating and it gets in your eye, you need to wear a sweatband mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. it's intense in, when you're in the moment and you you see somebody in your sights, but then you got to wipe your, your face. It's just you can't important. Miss that shot, yeah. Soldier. yeah. It's right. It's all down to the. It comes down to the wire like that. <laughs> so safety first. Uh, FPS. Well, this is Jordan and Dill Lynn. Have a great week, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out.